And here's the moment we've all been waiting for. 16 days trapped down a well with nothing but a tube of toothpaste to survive on. Ken Kaneko, how do you feel after your epic ordeal? I just want to say with all my heart, try my spring mix greens. I guarantee it'll become your go-to base for any salad. Local farmer Ken Kaneko believes his forward greens are so delicious he just wants you to try them. Get a VIP coupon at forwardgreens.com and get your forward greens at Safeway and Albertsons. How does it feel to be alive, Ken? Almost as good as my arugula. There's no community like a Cenex community. And that's why every Cenex store is so proud to serve theirs by supporting local athletic teams, promoting the arts, and making sure each store is a place its neighbors can find what they need, catch up with their friends, and stay connected. It's also why we give back, helping to make the wonderful places we call home the best they can be. Your local Cenex doesn't just work in your town, it lives there. The store next door, powered locally at Cenex. The makers of Ritz Soul bring you a full half hour of entertainment with Lou Lubin, Eddie Green, Ernestine Way, the Jubilaires, Jeff Alexander's orchestra and chorus, and radio's all-time favorites, Amos and Andy. Well, another year has rolled around, and today is Sapphire Stevens' birthday. Right now, in their apartment, we find the Kingfish and Sapphire discussing the event. So you was 38 years old today, honey. You know, them years is really creeping up on you. Well, maybe so, George, but I'll say this. The only wrinkles you can see on my face is just the natural laughter lines. See that? Them is laughter lines? Mm Mm-hmm. Listen, nothing was ever that funny, honey. All right, all right. Uh, sorry, I just ain't ever seen no crow with that big of feet. Uh, uh, by the way, honey, uh, you ain't told me what you want for your birthday yet. Well, George, the thing I really want, we just can't afford. Now, what you talking about, honey? I got money. And you can have anything your little heart desires. As long as it ain't over $2, that's no need. George, what I'm talking about is a new piano. There's nothing I'd rather do than get rid of that old upright that's been cluttering up the room for years and get a nice new one. Yeah, that old piano is a monstrosity already. Look at it there with them seven keys missing right in the center. <laughs> Look like your mama laughing with a bridge workout. That's <laughs> now, that's enough. You know, George, I was just thinking. Maybe we could sell our piano and get enough money to make a down payment on a new one. Yeah, 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 you got a thought there, all right. Uh, yeah, I tell you what, George, why don't we both scout around and see what we can get for the old one and then decide what to do? Yeah, let's do that, honey. With that sledgehammer touch of yours, a plan a new one is bound to sound better, I know that, yeah. Now, wait a minute, George. You are always so critical of my piano playing. I remember one time before we was married when you come over to Mama's house for supper. I played after supper and you were so entranced you leaned over the piano all evening. I wasn't in trance. I was just doubled up from your mama's cooking. That's what... <laughs> so you see, Andy, me and Sapphire and decided to find out uh, what we can get with this piano here. Yeah, well, that show is a messy-looking thing, all right. Yeah, well, Mr. Jackson down the second-hand store said he'd give me $25 for it if I lug it down there to the store. I ain't gonna wait for Sapphire to do something about this thing. I'm going to take his offer right away. Yeah, that's a good idea. You know, Kingfish, I used to take piano lessons. You did, huh? Oh, sure. I'll play you something. 
Hmm. Wait a minute till I find the right keys on the dashboard here. Mm-hmm. Now, listen here. Yeah. Yeah, yeah that's nice already, isn't it? Ain't I heard that tune before somewhere? Sure you is. That's Brahms' lullaby. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I think it was written by Max Romanoff for Pizzicato. I wonder if I might tell you. I'm one of the large brothers, and uh, is you going to help me get this piano over to the second-hand store? Yeah, sure, Kingfish. We ought to have no trouble. We only got a car to down one flight of stairs. Yeah, well, come on, then. Uh, let's get started here. Okay, Kingfish. Uh, let's go now, both together. Hug you going. Yeah. That's the stuff. <laughs> yeah, straight ahead. All right, well, ahead. watch the door there. Yeah. Okay, okay. Yeah. Let's sit it down here in the hall, yeah. <clears throat> oh, me. Well... That takes care of the stool. Now for the piano. Yeah, going fine, yeah. So far, so good. I ain't even breathing hard, Judge, you know that? Hey, look, Kingfish, here comes Shorty the Barber up the stairs. Yeah, yeah, well, look at you. Uh, hey, Shorty, come on up. We're just moving the piano here. Maybe you could give us a hand. Oh, sure. I, I, I'll be glad to. Uh, I'll be very happy. It, it's a great pleasure to. Uh, I, I, I would, uh, so long. Oh, yeah. <laughs> come back here, Jordan. Oh, all right. Well, uh, look here. Uh, uh, well, now, come on, boys. We're going to move this thing. Let's get on the piano here. Okay. I, I'm, I'm with you. Yeah. This is going to be the tough part. Yeah. yeah. All right. Now, no, no. And look here. With the three of us on it, there ain't going to be nothing to it. Now, I think we'd better lift it once just to get kind of get the feel of the thing, you see. Right. Now, on the count of three, up she goes. Shorty, you take this in, and you take this in. Mm. Well, what you gonna do, Kingsley? Well, I was doing the counting, then. I can't do everything. <laughs> no, wait, wait, wait a minute. There's rollers on this thing. Let's roll it over to the top of the stairway. Yeah, that's right. Let's do that. Yeah. Come on, now. Everybody push. All right. Come on. Yeah, wait a minute, wait a minute. Here, where we're gonna have to lift it up and get it over the door, Sylvia. All right, now. Let's get it up here and get down in the hall. Let's go. Up you go. Yeah, All, right. Right. All right. Okay, okay. Put it down. Hey, hey, fellas. Before we go any farther, there's one important thing that we got to do. What's that? We got to tilt it so it does. We got to take it off. We got we to gotta swing the piano so I, I, I gotta get it off my foot. <laughs> Yeah, well, now, uh, before we take it down the stairway here, uh, let's get this rope around it so we can kind of ease it down the stairs slowly. Yeah, that's a good idea. Now, now look, fellas, I, I, I've done this kind of work before, you see. I'll tell you what, I'll go down to the bottom of the stairway, you see, and if I see she's coming too fast, I'll holler hold it, see. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, you holler hold it, all right? Uh, get on down there, shorty. All right, come on, Andy. Yeah. Got to hold the rope there? Yeah, all right, let's start easing off on the rope here. Okay. All right, yeah. easy now. Yeah. Easy. Yeah. Uh, kingfish is slipping. Watch it, Andrew. Yeah. Watch it. There it goes. Don't oh, hold me. That piano out of here and sold it. That Mr. Jackson's that second-hand store gave me $25. Lucky I didn't get hurt when the thing fell down the stairs. Oh, I hear the key in the front door. That must be Starfire coming now. Well, I bet you're going to be glad to hear the good news about me getting 25 bucks for that piano. 
Joey. Oh, Sapphire, how is you, honey? Been waiting for you. Now, before you come in, honey, I got some wonderful news for you. Wait till you hear this, honey. Oh, no, no, George. I got more important news to tell you. Oh, yeah, but, uh... Early this morning, before you was up, I had a man from the piano store come up here and look at our old upright. He called me up, and I just went down there. George, our piano is a genuine antique, and it's worth $1,200. Ain't that wonderful? We're going to get $1,200. Now, what did you have to tell me, George? Well, I, uh, that is, uh, you see, uh, we, uh, <laughs> uh, sweetheart. Joy, our piano, what did you do with it? Oh, me, now I know how the Indians felt the day this old man had an island. <laughs> At the pearly gate, when he saw lightning and heard a clap of thunder. Coming from eternity. Well, now, old John, he saw a mighty number. All moving way up in the middle of the air. Well, old John, he saw a mighty number. All moving way in the middle of the air. Well, there were three gates in the east. Let me tell you, there were three gates in the west. All together, there were three gates in the north. Glory, glory, there were three gates in the south. That's a total of twelve gates to the city. Four square white. Hallelujah. Let me tell you now that old John, he saw a mighty number. A moving way up in the middle of the air. Well, now, old John, he saw well, old John had to stop and sharpen his pen and pull himself together, begin to count again. He saw 48 angels walking up and down with their golden slippers and their heavenly crowns. There were four horses. John, what do they mean? They were dead. sensational. New 1950 Rinso has three times the whiter washing action of any other soap. That's right, three times the whiter washing action of any other soap. The world-famous laboratories of Lieber Brothers Company are a full year ahead with the most far-reaching development in soap history. New 1950 Rinso with the scientific sunlight ingredient Solium. New 1950 Rinso washes white clothes not just whiter, but whiter than new. And washable colors not just brighter, but actually brighter than brand new. It keeps them whiter and brighter than any other soap. And safely, 
Yes, new Rinso is so safe for clothes and so kind to hands. Try new 1950 Rinso at dealers now. I think you'll agree new Rinso is the most amazing soap ever developed. New 1950 Rinso has three times the whiter washing action of any other soap. And now, back to Amos and Andy. So that's the story, Henry. You see, most of Jackson, the second-hand dealer's got Sapphire's piano that's worth $1,200, and I can't get it back from him. Well, Kingfish, you didn't tell him its true value, did you? Uh, no, but he said he's a businessman. He got to make a profit. He wants $100 for it. I only got 25 bucks. I don't know how I'm going to raise 75 more. Oh, I really licked. Well, don't feel too bad, Kingfish. Remember the immortal words of Joan of Arc. Don't give up the ship. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I tell you, where is I going to get a hold of $75? Oh, this really got me nervous. Well, you know, it's a funny thing about money. Now, you was worried because you ain't got none. And the rich Mr. DePeister was told by his psychiatrist that he was on the verge of a nervous breakdown because he got too much money. Yeah, wait a minute, Joe. Henry. Speaking of too much money, uh, cause a nervous breakdown, give me an idea here. I think I done thunk or something. Yes. Hey, uh, I got an angle to, to, uh, to get $75 a man, Andy. Uh, yes, well, I know he's got the cash, all right. He flashed the roll on me this morning with choke a horse. He yeah. told me there was $100 in it. Oh, Andy got $100. Yeah. Yeah, well, we'll try this doctor stuff on him and see if it'll work. You know, Henry... I wouldn't have gotten into all this trouble if Sapphire hadn't got interested in music in the first place. Well, that's the way with women. They always go for that kind of stuff. Yeah. Matter of fact, my wife Clara is very fond of music, and she fancies herself quite a singer, too. You know, believe it or not, Kingfish, but the other night she hit a high note and caused a drinking glass to shatter. You mean the vibration of a voice broke the glass? No, no. One of the neighbors got disgusted and threw it at her. Oh, I see. <laughs> Get on this white coach here and strap this thing around my head. If I can just convince Andy that I, as a doctor and psychiatry, maybe I can sell him on the idea that he's nervous in order to get rid of his money. Uh-oh. I think I hear old Flounder Foots coming down the hall now. Hey, I'll get on the phone, you. Well, hi, Kingfish. Uh, hey, what you doing with that white coat on and that rear-view mirror on your forehead? Uh, pardon me, Andy. I was on the phone here. I'll be with you in just a minute. Uh, wait a minute. Uh, okay. uh yes, patient. This is Dr. Stevens. Uh, what's that? Uh, you want to know how your uh, schizophrenia is, huh? Uh, well, uh, I got your chart right here in front of me. Uh, the way it looks, your schizo's all right, but your phrenia's all shot to pieces. <laughs> well, I'll stop around in the morning. We'll take another brain count. All right, goodbye. Hey, Kingfish, since when is you a doctor? Well, uh, you didn't know this, Andy, but I've been studying all night uh, at different night schools here, you know. Oh, I got my diploma right there on my desk drawer here. You is? Oh, yeah, yeah. I'll read it to you, Andy. Say, here, this is to certify that George Stevens, having completed the prescribed course in psychiatry, is now a genuine psychopathic. (laughs) Uh, Say, here, he is here by a minute to... uh, Psycho-annihilate any and all persons to the full extent of the law. There he is, Andy, right there. Say, that's wonderful, Kingfish. What college give you a diploma like that? And I was proud to say that I got it from a big medical school down in Baltimore. John's Mansfield. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, well, uh, how you doing with this new psyching thing, Kingfish? Well, doing great, Andy, especially among the money set. Uh, I had a big case just this morning. A millionaire coming here who was so worried 
Well, heaven money that he was a nervous wreck. Hmm. His nerves all over his body started tightening up on him from his head right down to his toes. They did, huh? Oh, yeah. Right now, they're so tight that every time he bends his elbow, his left leg go up in the air like that, you see? Holy smoke. Oh, yeah, and it was real embarrassing to him socially, too. Ah. Whenever he tips his hat to a woman, he kicks in the shins, you see that? <laughs> and I hope that I ain't alarmed you with his horrible, gruesome details yet. Oh. Well, I tell you, Kingfish, I has felt something tightening up on me lately, but... I figured it was my long underwear shrinking. <laughs> no, and, uh, I can tell from your eyes, there, the way your pupils is violating there, that uh, you were nervous and you were sick on account of money. But, Kingfish, I ain't no millionaire. How could I be nervous over money? What you doing? Well, you was got the ailment that is common to so many members in your income bracket. Yes. Uh, it's what is known in medical circles as the hundred-dollar twitch, is what you get. <laughs> Oh, Kingfish, you done diagnosed me right down to the last penny, you know it. Yeah. I'm beginning to feel sick already. What must I do? Well, Andrew, the treatment for this is uh, painful but effective. Uh, you just throw your money away. Oh, well, maybe I could just give it to you. Oh, no, no, I wouldn't touch this stuff, Andy. Just throw it over in the corner there. I'll have lightning sweep it up later. Just let it go on over here. Yeah, well, I'll do it. I... Well, hi there, fellas. Come in, Amos. I'm glad you was here. I was a sick man. Yeah, well, what's the matter, Andy? Oh, it's awful, Amos. My nerves are so bad, I'm going to have to throw my tight underwear away, you know. Well, now, quiet, Andy. I told you about this disease in strict confidence. Oh, wait a minute, yeah. What is this sickness all about? Well, I ain't sure, but don't tip your hat to me or I'll start twitching. Uh, yeah, you got to keep out of this, Amos. Oh, I tell you, Amos, I have just a bundle of nerves. Oh, nerves, Andy, look. Who's been telling you anything like that? Don't you know, Andy, that you was too dumb to have nerves? Yeah, yeah, that's right. Of course I is. Kingfish, what you trying to pull on me? Well, I can explain everything to you there, Andy. Well, if this is going to be another one of them things, I'm going to get out of this before it starts to be a fight. Yeah. I'm going to get out of here. So long, fellas. So long. Well, now, Andy, don't pay no attention to Amos. You know, with his wife, Ruby, having a baby pretty soon, he all excited and he don't know what he's saying. Yeah, but wait a minute, Kingfish. You ain't putting nothing over on me. Well, now, look, Andy, I'm going to tell you the truth. That piano, I done sold to the second-hand dealer. I done found out it's worth $1,200. $1,200? That's right. The dealer don't know what it's worth, but he, he won't sell it back to me unless I pay him $100. Oh, that's what you want the money for. Well, why didn't you say so? I'll lend you the money. Providing you pay it back when you sell the piano. Okay, Andy, you and my pal. You was done saved my life. Come on, let's go over to the second-hand dealer and get the thing back right now. Come on, will you, Andy? Well, here I is, Mr. Jackson. <laughs> I got the $100 with me here. Yeah, where's the piano? Oh, it's you again, Stephen. No. Well, you came after that piano. I'm afraid I've got bad news for you. Oh, uh, you got, you got, uh, ba uh, uh, what do you mean, Mrs., uh... Well, after all, Stevens, I'm in business to make a profit. When a lady came in here a while ago and offered me a hundred dollars for the piano, I sold it to her. Oh, uh, you don't, uh, wait, wait, wait a minute, though. Holy mackerel, uh, I gotta get that piano back. Uh, where can I find this woman? Well, she gave her name as Mrs. Underwood. She lives over in that big house on Lennox Avenue. Kingfish, you was really at a mess, you know that? Yeah, why is it, Andy, that every time I was about to get a peek at some big money... Fate has got to step in and pull down the window shade. I ain't never... This is Art Gilmore. A few moments ago, I told you about the development of new 1950 Rinso by the laboratories of Lever Brothers Company. I said that it's the most sensational development in the history of soap, and here's why. 
1950 Rinseau with Solium has three times the whiter washing action of any other soap. New 1950 Rinseau gets and keeps clothes whiter and brighter than any other soap can. White clothes come whiter than new, washable colors actually brighter than new. And safely, because Rinseau is so safe for clothes and so kind to your hands. Now, tomorrow is wash day. Your dealer has the 1950 Rinseau in regular or economical giant size. See for yourself. New 1950 Rinseau has three times the whiter washing action of any other soap. Only Rinso contains solium. And now back to Amos and Andy. So long, can we see you a minute? Hi, come on in, man. I'm burned up. Well, what's the matter, Stonewall? What's the matter? Yeah. Look at this item they printed in the morning paper here. It says that I've been practicing law for 12 years, and during that time I have used every unscrupulous, underhanded trick to win my cases regardless of merit. It further states that I'm up for disbarment after 12 years in the profession. I went down to that newspaper and raised the roof for them printing a falsehood like that. Falsehood, huh? Yeah. I've been practicing for 14 years. Oh, no, no. Look here, Stonewall. I was in a mess. I done sold a $1,200 piano to a second-hand man for 25 bucks, And I just found out that he resold it to Mrs. Underwood over on Lennox Avenue. Well, I heard about her. She's one of them rich society women. You know, a lot of them rich gals buy the antiques and... Donate it to the museum. Make them feel like big shots. Yeah, I guess I do, all right. Yeah, that's yeah. right. Yeah. Hey, I done give myself an angle. Yeah, well, what kind of angle you done give yourself here? Maybe you and Andy could tell her that you was representatives of the Metropolitan Museum and get her to donate the piano to you. Yeah, yeah, and then we could get a truck and lug it away ourselves. Yeah, Andy, look here. Let's go up to see the woman. And give the thing a try. Yeah. Boy, I sure hope that we can get that antique piano back again. Yeah, real antiques is valuable, all right. Oh, yeah. I remember a client of mine, he lived with his grandfather. See, who had a house full of antiques. My client wanted to sell them, but the old man wanted to keep them. They argued about it like cats and dogs. They did, huh? Yeah, but finally one day my client took the bull by the horn. And he decided to... Start selling these antiques. Mm-hmm. But two weeks later, in the auction, they found something in the grandfather's cart that got him in trouble. Oh, what did he find? His grandfather. Oh, he killed <laughs> Now, the maid is going to get Mrs. Underwood. Boy, this sure is a nice place you got here. Look around you. Oh, yeah. It's really swanky, all right. Yeah, now, remember, we is from the Metropolitan Museum, and to make an imprint on her, we'll tell her that you is our uh, uh, European expert on antiques. That's what we're talking Yeah, I'll throw the charm all over her. Now, wait a minute. Here she comes now. Wow, that sure is a mess of her, ain't it? <laughs> the men that phoned me from the museum. Oh, yeah, that is right, Mrs. Underwood. Uh, I was a curator of the joint, and uh, uh, this shows our European experts on antique pianos, upright brown. Uh, How do you do, Mr. Brown? You know, it's funny about that piano. 
When I went out today, I had no idea I'd run into an old antique. Uh, likewise. <laughs> Please come in and sit down. Yeah, thank you, thank you. Uh, permit me to say, Miss Underwood, that you was as lovely as the European women's that I know. Allow me to kiss your hand. <laughs> oh, how charming! <laughs> uh, great, uh, before you kiss the lady's hand, it's customary to remove your cigar. <laughs> Yeah, I'll be more careful. I might have put that thing out, you know. Well, Mr. Brown, you say you're an antique expert from Europe. In just what part of the continent do you have your headquarters? Oh, I ain't got no special headquarters. I works all over Europe, London, Paris, Walla Walla, all them big places. Uh, now, uh, tell you what, uh, uh, Miss Underwood, uh, getting back to your piano, uh, uh, we has been after that particular piano for years. Uh, you see, we've been tracing it, and we done found out who had it, and then come right to you. Now, we feel that it ought to be in our museum where we could put it on display so that the whole world can enjoy looking at the thing, you see, with both their eyes. Well, I'm really flattered that you came to me. A big museum like the Metropolitan must get hundreds of donations of this kind. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, oh, they give us everything over there. Just last week, uh, some big wealthy man presented us with a 10,000-year-old dinosaur. Yeah. The thing is all out of tune, but it still plays pretty good. A dinosaur that plays? Yeah. yeah well, uh, I tell you, uh, Ms. Underwood, uh, upright's a little mixed up here. You see, uh, uh, dinosaur and the French word for piano sound alike. Uh, both the words have got syllables in them, and they kind of got confusion to the man here. <laughs> whether you know it or not, but I only paid a hundred dollars for it. Hmm. I realize it's an antique, but I had no idea it was so valuable that a museum would want it. Uh, well, uh, the thing you don't know, Miss Underwood, is uh, that uh, we have done uh, discovered proof that uh, this is the very piano that Mozart done beat out most of the music on. Oh. <laughs> yes, indeed. He decomposed everything right at that very keyboard right there. <laughs> Yeah. And you say you have proof of it? Yeah, yeah. See, we unearthed this letter right here that led us right to the thing. It was written by Mozart to his fellow composer, uh, Il Travatore. <laughs> <laughs> I'll read it to you here. I start off here. Say, Dear Il. Uh, uh, just a note to say that in case my music ever becomes famous and some big museum wants my piano as a memento, let them have stand with no questions asked. You know the piano I was talking about. It's the one with the beautiful tone and the beer stains on top. Uh, regards more the family sign, Mozart and the kids. He had a lot of children. Well, I never realized the piano was that important. It must really be valuable. Yeah, yeah. Well, now, uh, about donating it to our museum, uh, when can we pick it up, Ms. Underwood? Well, I tell you, gentlemen, you convinced me it would be a wonderful gesture. But I always like to discuss these things with my husband. I tell you, I'll call you at 10 in the morning. All right, uh, who are you talking over with the old man? And uh, we hear from you at 10 in the morning then. Yeah, 10. Uh, yeah, hear my private telephone number when I ain't at the museum. And by the way, uh, I'll be at this number all day tomorrow. I ain't going to the museum tomorrow. Yeah. Well, yes, I'll call you. All right, thank you, Ms. Underwood. Come on, Mr. Brown, we got to get back to the museum. Yeah, that's right. We ain't fed the mummies yet. Yeah, we got to... <laughs> Keep me in suspense. 
Will you please tell me what happened about the piano? Well, now, honey, look here. Just, just don't get nervous. That's all I ask you. It's three minutes to ten. I expect them to call any minute now that we'll straighten out this whole mess. Well, I hope so. It would be terrible if we ever lost that $1,200 piano. Well, now, look, honey, if you ain't go... Wait a minute. Now, there's the call I was expecting. Now, look, you answer it and just say, Mr. Stevens' private office, and, and then I'll take over. But, George... Do what I tell you. All right. Mr. Stevens' private office. Is Mr. Stevens there? Yes, he's here. One moment, please. Uh, uh hello? Uh, Mr. Stevens speaking. Oh, uh, Mr. Stevens, this is Mrs. Underwood. I've got good news for you. Last night, my husband and I decided to give my antique piano to your museum. Oh, that is wonderful, Mrs. Underwood, wonderful. I certainly appreciate it. Yeah, I'll be over in a few minutes with the truck to pick it up. Oh, that won't be necessary. I'll call the express company myself and send it to the Metropolitan Museum an hour ago. Oh, uh, no. Oh, no. Did you hear what Art Gilmore said about new 1950 Rinso? Yeah, and it sounded so good, I'd like to hear him say it again. Why, sure. The new 1950 Rinso with Solium gives three times the whiter washing action of any other soap. The famous Lieber Laboratories are a year ahead of time with new 1950 Rinso, the only soap that contains the scientific sunlight ingredient, Solium. Folks, see the man at your store. He's got the new 1950 Rinso now. Good night, folks. See you next Sunday. Be sure to be with us next Sunday at the same time when Lieber Brothers Company, the makers of New Rinso with Solium, will again present the Amos and Andy Show. Until then, good night to all of you from all of us. Doctors have proved it. Life Boy Health Soap, with its purifying ingredient, gets skin cleaner, stops B.O. as no other leading soap can. Yes, doctors compare daily baths with leading soaps. Proved you are cleaner, safer from B.O. with Life Boy. Get Life Boy right away. Be sure and listen to the Amos and Andy Show at the same time next Sunday. This is CBS, where 99 million people gather every week. The Columbia Broadcasting System.